Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Total 90 Premier League Podcast. This is your favourite time of the week. This is my favourite time of the week. And I am Nick Brown, Frowny Brown from Frowny Brown Town. Manchester City abused the last of the so-called contenders with a 4-1 win over Spurs. We have Crystal Palace finding themselves out of the relegation zone for the first time all season. Our boy Aaron Moy pops up with a double for Huddlesfield Town and as well as looking at Facebook's finest, our weekend takeaways, and we look ahead to week 19 of the Premier League season. And of course, I am never alone. I am joined by Michael Kennedy himself, the Liverpool fan of the decade. Yep. Not actually, I don't think you actually got that award, Mickey. But how are things this week? We've got, we've had midweek fixtures. It's just been, it's been huge. It's been huge. Yeah, it has. A um, bit of ups, bit of downs, um, which you're probably always going to get in with the midweek fixtures. So, um, yeah, I'm feeling okay. What are your What are your thoughts on the midweek fixtures as a whole? Because like you know, we uh, it always it always kind of struggles with the show and that because we have to cover two weeks at once. But in general, yeah. are you a fan of this? Do you like the the old midweeks? Because like, um, I don't mind them. Like for us, like when we watch the game, like we can watch it on our way to work. You know, a lot of the games are at like um like seven. You know what I mean? Like yeah. seven in the morning for us. So it it does create a, an easy opportunity to possibly watch the game, but. It's very tall. It's it's very you know they, they, the fixtures come thick and fast and um, it's taxing. It is taxing, and I can imagine what it'd be like for the players to be honest. Well, yeah, I'm going to use that excuse for why Spurs keep losing, but uh, yeah, that's going to be my way of looking well, at you, it. Well, you find the clubs that um like the you know the bottom clubs really struggle around this time, and it's already starting to show um because like definitely when they play the the biggest squads like um as I said they they've got the biggest squad so there's a lot more players at their disposal as say like a Swansea or West Brom who are you know they had a good draw West Brom against Liverpool during the week but you know and then they lost to United so well that's the, that's the thing I yeah. feel like isn't it like you had that situation where it works the other way where sometimes you can you can uh, kind of almost like kind of shock them, shock a team out, and yeah. mid, especially midweek. I feel like that's the fixture that you kind of, you might even want to get a big team at some, in some cir- circumstances. Like, you know, West Brom getting Liverpool midweek would have been a dream for them because they feel like, oh, stuff, we'll just park the bus and get a nil-nil. And that's what they do anyway. Exactly, so, yeah. It's like, yeah, like I feel like if that was on the weekend, they would have been pumped 4 nil like that. You're like, Liverpool pump every team. You'd hope so. But um, <laughs> and well, kind of like how Liverpool pumped um, Bournemouth. Yeah, well, exactly. So we'll get, but we'll get into that later, Mickey. Uh, Mickey, I had, a, I had a bit of a tough weekend actually. I had to, I stayed up all night doing university assignments, uh, just to you know watch the City Tottenham game at four thirty in the morning, Sunday morning. Did you stay up all night? Stayed week? up all night. Uh, it was maybe because of a few too many energy drinks as well, so I had no choice. Yeah. But I was studying, and then I kind of went, okay, I'll just go to sleep at six thirty. Oh God, this was ah. Uh... I, I don't even. Feel... And even when you wanted to go to sleep, you couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> My eyes were like they're like stapled open. I I don't know. This was one of those games to me that. I, I just kind of had to throw my hands up and be like, look, oh, this is just, these, these just, this team are unreal, man. Like, it was one of those things in the first half that, like, their first goal was a bit pox because, like, it was just really poor defending on Spurs' part. Yeah. But it was like, it was just kind of those things that it was going to come anyway. Like, Sterling was tearing us apart. Sane is just a freak. Oh, God, he's good. And, like, they were, they were without Silver as well, who's, yep. you know, been arguably, like, you know, some people are saying now, what's, Silver. What's it, going on? What do you reckon's going on with him? Because he, he, um, he got withdrawn like just before the game started due to personal reasons, and um, you know, 
I'm not quite sure what it was, but um, have you had any idea? I haven't. Like, all I've heard is personal reasons, and uh, we hope he's doing well. Was for the commentators, yep. so maybe they know something and, and we don't. And clearly by the players as well. Yeah, after the game, of course. And like you know, he's been arguably their best player. Like, I, I, there's been a lot of kind of things coming out saying that he is the best ever Manchester City player. He's well, he's big. been that. He's been very good this season. We've kind of been underrated him because we are we're very much on the Kevin De Bruyne <laughs> trade. Well, them together, a, a, um, a partnership made in heaven, really. Aren't well, they? The, the game they played midweek it was uh, before Spurs it was one of those things where he was just single handedly just dominating that game I think it was Swansea when they beat them 4-0 mm. and they just scored they scored four goals a game for fun like that's yeah, a, that's, a, that's a light effort for them and yeah this game against Spurs it was just one of those things like yo I, I, when we got that last goal she's kind of like okay well you know, it was like, a nice goal by Ericsson I'll give him it that. was yeah like, but I'd like to do him you know, maybe not 80 minutes earlier and, 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 and maybe we not concede four before we do it <laughs> yeah, it's just you know uh, I, oh, I don't know man like you know we've got Alder Royal you know, you know how like certain players when they're out you don't know what you got until it's gone kind of thing same yep. with Mane with Liverpool like, Alder Royal's been missed severely Sanchez not so much he's been he's been red carded but he's not, <laughs> he's not as good you know, that's okay but, what do you uh, think of him um, coming up to mid like he was a huge buy for you guys, and you, you did what you normally don't really do that much, and you spent big on him. Um, I like him. He has he has potential in him. The only thing is, same with Aurea, and they go down, and they they they, they look like they're gonna um they look like they're gonna give away penalties at all times. No, they're gonna give away red cards. Where did I see that um on a on a different scale? I can't remember which game I saw it when a player went down, and it was a classic um. The play went down going for the free kick, and the free kick wasn't gone, and it actually led from being a goal. I'll try and hold me on that because I'll, I'll, I'll try and remember it. But, um, yeah, stuff like that. And, and it, it goes with the same with the players going down with the, with the tackles. Like, you're always yeah. your hearts in your sleeve kind of thing. And unfortunately, um, yeah, you guys fin out the hard way. We're not used to that. Like, that's the thing. Last two years, we've been so safe with our, you know, with our defenders. I always have, I'd always have faith in Rose and Walker to come down and cut across. And, and it looks like Rose could be on his way out as well. Well, yeah, we we have touched on this a little bit that uh, that Posh is more than welcome to let Rose go in January, which is huge, like, huge news. I don't. You know, we've talked about what he might go for, but yeah, it's kind of another one of those things. If you don't want to be a part of it, like. I, like he, he doesn't look like he's that interested to be honest he looks he looks a bit frustrated during games Al, you know it's I, I feel like it's kind of hard for him not to be you know he's seeing he's seeing Kyle Walker yeah. dominating him and going he like guaranteeing himself a title like you know basically at well the that's moment. exactly right you know and um when it, when the transfer went through like a lot of people were going like does he does he really want to leave Tottenham like has he has he bitten off more than he can chew I guess in a way by you know wanting more money and, and being open about it which a lot of these players would probably be thinking the same thing they're just not telling the truth you know what I mean or yeah. you know being like media polite yeah definitely like yeah yeah um so for him to go out and kind of you know speak his mind I guess and and, and get the move and and act like and you know. Potch saying he doesn't really care, you know, he can go. If anyone wants to challenge me, they can go. Well, he's gone, and now he's probably living the high life, really, isn't he? Because he's playing yeah. in one of the best best uh, teams in Europe. Yeah, best teams in Europe. Well, it's funny how we always say best teams in Europe, which, I mean, like, we should just say the world, but it's, it's almost sounds more prestigious when you say best team yeah, in Europe. Yeah, really. well, a- that, that's, a, that's the ground that everyone, you know... That's the benchmark, isn't it, Europe? Yeah. It's, it's not really... The rest of the world isn't really counted in, in, in a football term. Um... This is a game where I think, you know, Tottenham was just going to go, eh, all right. I, I never thought I would think that, especially in this game, because we, we had a pretty good game against it. We usually have a good uh, kind of record against them. And yep. yeah, by the end, it was just kind of like, I think every team just kind of has to, at the moment, just kind of be like, you know, it's not much I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I'm going to say a massive call here. Go on. 
the only team that I think that can beat them, and this is, I know this is going to sound <laughs> so go. biased. I, I wonder who you're going to say. <laughs> and it is, it is Liverpool. The reason, hear me out, right? I'm not, I'm not saying anything. Go for it. Not the, the boys. The only, t- the team that made City look the most weakest was Liverpool before Mane got sent Be- off. Before he got beaten five 0 Yeah. Yeah. Hear me out. So we red card to our best player at the time. Yep. He was the best player on the park at, by yeah, a mile he, at, that, at that point. He's probably the best player at the comp at that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, the only way we'd ever beat City, and we play, obviously we played him after January. It's, one, we couldn't least lose Coutinho. If we lose Coutinho, all bets are off. Yep, of course. We need the Fab Four, and it will just be a shootout. Oh, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's kind and of one of those things. And I, the only way we'd win is if we just happen to score, <laughs> obviously, score one more. <laughs> well, that, that, that's a good way of looking but at it. Like, I could imagine it being like a 5-4. Yeah, I, I, I like the sound. I love to see... Um, yeah, have you, when did you play them? Did you play them at Anfield or at the Etihad? Etihad. You played them at Etihad. Okay, and, that's okay. And that's like You, like, let's be honest, like, like Man City have played like all the hard teams now, um, all the so-called hard teams, and they've dispatched every single one of them. And the only one team that really made them look really dicey for about a good half an hour there was Liverpool. Oh, I, I don't know who, who did. Well, you know, Chelsea. Chelsea was only a one nil. Was only one in like the seventieth minute. Yeah, like that United was, that was scored two one. But at the same time, you didn't really think. That they had a chance. Well, but then you got to feel like the uh, like the De Bruyne goal against Chelsea was kind of something out of nothing. Like that was something, like they weren't they weren't getting clear cut chances in that game. Like they're, I understand what you're saying. Like you know when they're up and going, Liverpool are very very difficult to stop. And just the same thing that you you're holding off on, especially the home advantage, is something that I'm holding off on. I feel like the return fixture is something I'm I'm all, I'm just I'm already I've marked it down on my calendar, Mickey. That we're gonna we're gonna take points off City in our return fixture. But I just feel like at Eddie had at the moment they're just unstoppable, and yeah. it's, it's a very very tough thing to do. And they beat United away too, so you yeah, know, I can't say that. I know, and they beat Arsenal away, and like you know they um beat Chelsea in, in, in terms of midweek, uh, Spurs took care of Brighton, no problem, and City destroyed Swansea as they destroy everybody four 0 So not really too much to talk about. We will move on, but Mickey. Yeah. Yep. Leicester Palace. Uh, this one kind of took us both by surprise, but at the I same time, it took everyone by surprise, didn't it? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. What took you more by surprise? Palace winning three 0 or Benteke scoring? Oh, definitely Benteke. I, I thought, and it wasn't even a penalty. No, I know that's the other thing, isn't it? I was, you know, Zaha. I tell you what, we've talked about him a little bit throughout, like as we've gone on through the show. But Zaha is, oh, he's looking good. Like as um, Rio Ferdinand said, which he, he's turning into the player that Man United brought and they were hoping for when they yeah. got him. And um, sometimes, you know, in their career, they've got to take a little bit of a, a detour to make it to the top. And um, he's taking it and he's finally getting what he deserves, I think, because he's, you know, some would say he's single-handedly pulled his team out at some stages and to get him to win him points and to win him games. And, um, you know, what a couple of weeks can make. Like, seriously, Palace are 14th. Um, last time we had a show, they were in the relegation fight still. Yep. Um a lot of questions were asked of Roy Hodgson when he was appointed, but at the moment they really can't really complain at all, can they? Yeah, well, you know, I think the um, like when we're looking back, I was looking at the uh, the Zaha, you know, with his uh, the goal is set up for the game against Watford midweek as well. Mm. Like he, they've won the last two games. What an amazing three. finish! Oh, yeah, that was something, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, to be one nil down, and it, and unfortunately for Watford, that's games like that 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 um, start the. Uh, the roll-on of bad form. Yeah, well, yeah. When you've got a game one and, and you lose it like that and it's so heartbreaking, um, 
yeah, it really does change seasons, unfortunately. It does. And for, it, for both teams. It does. And, like, you know, Palace right now, they're not looking unbeatable. And they're not looking like, you know, a very difficult team. They're looking a hell of a lot better. Yeah, they're, they're looking like a team who can actually take some points. You know, their last 10 games, Mickey, they've taken, seven, they've taken sorry, 14 points, which is a shitload compared to what, what other, certain other teams have. And especially, you know, if you take their first 10 games, holy hell, Mickey, I don't think they... Did they take a point in the first 10 games? I can't remember. Um, <laughs> they, they took a few. They took yeah. a couple of draws and that. But I know they had a lot of losses. Oh, God, they had a lot of losses. But, but it's an amazing, too, like, um, like the run of form kind of thing, you know. Like a few weeks ago, it's like Newcastle and, and West Brom and Swansea's form have literally flipped, yeah. flipped over, hasn't it? It has. It's literally the opposite of what these, these teams are doing now. And you can put Everton and uh, West Ham in the same category as Palace. The only teams that have kind of um, kind of kept their semi form all the way through are, um, sorry, uh, Brighton, Southampton, and Huddersfield, really. Yeah, and uh, everybody's kind of waiting for at least two of those teams to start dropping off, and you know, Huddersfield at least are kind of sticking around. They're, they're kind of they're one of those teams right now, Mickey. You know, they they don't like to they like results. Like they they don't draw very often. They they get wins or losses. Yeah, and, exactly. Right. And you know what? If that's if that's the way they go about it all year, and they keep going about it the way they are, they're gonna get they're gonna stay above quite convincingly, yeah. actually. And it's really exciting to well, see. We'll go back to the, the Palace-Leicester game. Yes. Um, is it just a bad day for Leicester, you think? You know, because they've been playing some really good football lately. And that's another team that, you know, probably start off with a slowly change of manager. You know, it's going to get to the stage where every one of these clubs are going to change the manager, I think. Because, like, yeah. they always get a rich run of form afterwards. It's just a natural... It's a football way, isn't it? I, I just change manager every week. We're guaranteed to win. <laughs> you yeah, go, well, you at go least after the, the first five games. Yeah, especially. I, I think this was... Yeah, this is a really strange one. Leicester would be kicking themselves if they got out. But they got bullied here. They really got... They got bashed. Like, you know, this mm. wasn't a... Like, you can't and really... A, and a, Away too. Yeah, like for them to play at home and like you know, it's it's you know three 0 There's not very cl- many close three 0 wins, and uh, yeah, this is something that they you know they it won't affect them too much because they are still in that kind of you know in the position we expect them to be in the kind of that you know seventh to tenth kind of realm, yeah. right in the midst of that. But you know, another three points and like you know they kind of make that little bit of a break, and they kind of you know what top seven becomes top eight because Spurs are kind of bringing everyone else up with them. With yep. them. <laughs> it's exciting. And and moving on, I think. Um, Arsenal versus Newcastle. Yes, Ozil, great goal. Great goal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> great goal. Um, Jack, Jack is still shit. Jack is still shit. I think Newcastle. They're finding very difficult at the moment. They get a lot of these hard, hard fought losses. Like they just seem to lose um, the one nils or the two two nil kind of game or the three one kind of game. But it, you know, you can see what they're trying to do. It's just not pulling off for them at the moment. And I think January is becoming more and more important each week they play. Well, I was saying before how uh, Crystal Palace taken 14 from their last 10. Newcastle have taken four points from the last 10. Mm. They've had one win, one draw, eight losses. They they lack any sort of conviction going forward. They're, you know, if you look at even their most recent goals, most of them are pretty lucky. Like their goal against Chelsea, which is kind of a real fumble to Gale. Yeah. And it was just... Gale's yeah. got a few of them, actually. Yeah, he, he, he gets in the right spots, but like a lot of it just falls on his lap kind of thing. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, they're on another run of four losses in a row. It's it's not looking good for Newcastle. They're really... They are, them and Swansea, to me, are probably the two worst teams in the comp. And do you do you think um it, it's a it's a matter for Newcastle is like the cha- the championship team that they've pulled up for the to the Premier League? You think the um not the novelty as you could say, but you know the the spark of going into the Premier League and the and the enthusiasm they probably these players probably had going into the first you know say five or six games has probably wore off a little bit, and then and the 
season's taking its toll maybe on them. Yeah, I think so. I think that they're, especially the season taking a toll, they're tiring. You can really tell on the field, especially towards the end of games, they are really tiring. And, you know, like I, you know, I watched the first game against uh, Spurs when I think we won 2-0 against them, but it was a very lucky win that mm. and Newcastle looked really strong. But here, and like, you know, they did push in the last 10, 15 minutes here to get a goal and then, you know, a better team would have probably scored. But like, unfortunately, they just don't have that kind of killer instinct about them. Yeah. But uh, like, all you know, they are versus Arsenal. We've got to put that, you know, at home, at Arsenal, at the Emirates. Like, yeah. you know, it's something that we can't really take too lightly. I want to ask you something. Lacazette, uh, I, I touched on him last week. There are, uh, like, when he came off, he got subbed off again in, like, the 70th minute for Giroud. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was upset, threw his gloves, sitting there with his arms crossed. Honestly, I'm starting to think in like, you know, there's going to be a couple of plays I bring this up with, so bear with me, but uh, in, late, in later of the show, but has he actually had a good season? Like, he's pop, he's scoring goals, but like, again, he's in that one. He's, he's in not that convincing, is it? Yeah, but like, yeah, he's not doing much else, you know, and I'm going to, I'll bring up Murata a bit later, same kind of thing. Like, I look at, like, on the surface, Murata's doing, having a fantastic season, but when you actually look at his stats individually, he's not really doing much else. He kind of like, I think the service the around him, effect kind of Maybe, thing. yeah. Like, that goal out of the, nowhere and doesn't do much the, I think the service around him is really helping out and kind of boosting the numbers. And like, you know, Lacazette kind of didn't do too much again this game. And he, he, he has like, he has a bit of a, he has a thing of going missing in these games. And it's, it's not good. These are the games you should be feasting on teams like Newcastle to guarantee wins because, you know, Arsenal are at that stage where, yeah, as we've said, there's four teams now battling it out for one spot. <laughs> yeah, well, um, do you think they're a victim of, um, you know, they're the clear front men of both their teams, you know, Murata and, and Lacazette. Do you think they're maybe getting man-marked a bit hard and, and, and maybe they can't break that kind of marking? Because um, when, you, when you compare them to maybe a Liverpool, um, a City or a United where they have such a spread of attacking players, um, yeah. these guys are really spearheaded by one sole striker and it well, makes it incredibly hard. Well, you got, you know, for Chelsea, you got Hazard. Hazard's been playing. Yeah, Hazard all, is, he's playing yeah. a lot more up front than usual yeah. and he and sometimes he's playing, he's just playing up front with Murata, two up front, which is crazy when you think yeah. about it. And uh, Arsenal and Sanchez. So, like, they do have it and they have Welbeck as well. He comes on, Drew, like, Drew, when he he sometimes does play with Lacazette. They have a Wobie play plays up forward. They like they have the Arsenal. They, they have the Arsenal. <laughs> and they have Ozil. Nice. <laughs> yeah, well done. Uh, and they have Ozil as well who can you know who feeds the ball to him. Like he's getting the service there. I just I don't know, maybe like you know, the adaption stage takes a different amount of time for everybody. And I think I you know I, I do get a bit harsh on them sometimes. But yeah, you know, like he's scored of I think eight goals this season, which is fine. He's doing like that's a good you know it's good telling probably so far, yeah. yeah. But I don't know if he's doing like you know he's not as impressive as what I expected him to be. You know what I mean? Like we all we were kind of really in high hopes for Lacazette. We're kind of quietly optimistic that he would uh, kind of you know really start to turn it around and like really do something because you know French league we can always you know mm. toss and turn on how good it is. So we kind of weren't a hundred percent sure, but we kind of wanted him to do well. I guess it's that first season in the league too, you know. Yeah. Um, a lot of players do struggle the first year trying to find their feet and and that's the way of life. Um, and, and some players thrive on it almost. Um, I think Lacazette and, and Murata to a degree are, are going to be guys that you're probably going to see more of next year. Um, yeah. And it'd be a bit harder at the moment for, for Lacazette to at Arsenal. Like, he, oh, he might have an idea whether Ozil and Sanchez are going, you know. You kind of... Kind of arriving at the party after everyone's left is probably not going to be the greatest feeling in the world, and it'd be interesting to see what if he's, you know, how his attitude is going in, into next season. You know, like at the end of the next year, if, if Ozil and Sanchez are gone, what's to say he won't want to go? You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it, it, it's a highly unlikely, but 
you know, it's, it's probably not good signs seeing his attitude getting subbed off. And, and he probably thinks that he's a 40 million pound striker. He shouldn't be getting subbed off because that's another 30 minutes that he doesn't have a chance of scoring. You know what I mean? Yeah, so 100%. Yeah. It's a, it's a big, you know, thing. And definitely if he doesn't feel um, fatigued as, as such enough to go out, uh, to go off, I mean, you know, that'd be a very frustrating thing. And, and hopefully, you know, for them, he, he, he can kind of get onto a page where he could probably play more minutes like and it'd be hard to score in the in you know if you know you're not even going to be able to play the whole game it'd be hard with that pressure to to try and get a goal in that time because a lot of the time um you know Murata will play four games and, and kind of like yeah. Bashwai comes on sometimes but you know Harry Kane when does he get subbed off yeah exactly uh, Wenger's one of those guys that uh sometimes he gets he gets prone to do what we call at the stock sub which is the 60 minute sub mm. and a lot of the times yeah. that can be like is it or and then he has his second stock sub which is usually at 70 minutes so, and that's it's usually like is that one of them yeah. like, you know what I mean and it's, it's one of those strange ones where yeah, he kind of can be a victim of that. Looking at the uh, the midweek games, Arsenal were held to nil all against West Ham, which, yeah. let's be honest, they were kind of lucky to get that well, they, one point. West Ham should have won. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, so uh, I think that would, And Newcastle got pipped by uh, by Everton. We'll talk about... Uh, we'll, we'll Wayne Rooney scoring, which is always beautiful, but we'll talk yeah. about that, that a bit later. Uh, we'll go on to Brighton-Burnley, Mickey. This was something that, uh, you know, Burnley winning this could have, you know, Look, Burnley winning that. What's that put them equal fourth and puts them? Uh, no, nah, puts them ahead of Liverpool. Puts them ahead of Liverpool. Yeah, because it gives them thirty-five points. Thirty-four. They only get two more points for a win. A draw, you get one point. A win, you get three. And when you get three, they're on yeah, thirty-two. They're on thirty-two. It makes it thirty-five. No, you get two more points. Oh yeah, shit. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about that. We'll play the math game next week. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Burnley, uh, if they, yeah, they win that, they go just below Liverpool, they might even go. I, I don't know what their goal difference is. But yeah, it's, you know, maybe a bit of a lost opportunity. You know, Brighton would love the draw because they need every point they can get. They st- they're starting to really look like they could fall into that relegation zone. And as uh, Crystal Palace have shown, two wins and you, you know, all of a sudden, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah you, you, free. Can, you can do some, yeah, you're free forever. They're never going to go back. <laughs> what what'd you think of this? Um, I think it's probably a game that um, uh, it's hard to say. You know, like Burnley, like don't, let's not forget Burnley and Brighton. Uh, you know, at the start of the season on the same page. You know, Burnley are doing well. It's probably a game that they probably thought they could have won, but you know, Brighton have that penalty that they missed through Glen Murray. Um, yep. So in saying that, they probably think to themselves they could have won that game, and and for every right they could have. You know, so you know, it, it's a at the end of the day. These teams are the teams are going to struggle with the with the midweek games. Yep. You know, to get a draw, um, Burnley's result during the week, um, they had a win. I'm pretty sure one nil. Yeah, they they took the one nil win over Stoke, and uh, Brighton got beaten by Spurs. So they, uh, yeah, Brighton would be happy with the point. I think Burnley, you know, they've been on they've been on a really nice streak right uh, as of late. Burnley all, all season really. They've had a they've had a really great year. Uh, they've taken 19 points from their last 10. They've only lost three of their last 10. So they, you know, they, they come up with up against some really quality opposition. So for them to kind of do what they're doing, and they're kind of they're sticking around. They're not going anywhere. You know, as of yet. You know, who knows? Another week or two, and who knows? what happens but and this is the critical time for these kind of teams because the fixtures are coming in thick and fast, thick and, fast. and yeah and as i said these these teams are going to be the teams that feel it the most so you know to get a, a point midweek um they get the regroup i think they they don't play the saturday so they've got the week yeah. to recover and then i think i guess they go again for these christmas fixtures 
Um, and a big game on the weekend too. Yeah. For Burnley against Spurs, which is huge after you know, they, they drew last It's a good test, on. isn't it? Ooh, it's yeah. a free test, I'd say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a free, You get a free crack at a team like Spurs at this stage. And yeah, they're above them. So Burnley for top six, still a, still a thing. Move on to Chelsea over Southampton. Alonso scoring another free kick goal. We I remember sh- uh, saying his stats when he scored that goal against Spurs. It was something like he scored like a ridiculous amount of goals. Like his percentage was really high. Do you think the keeper could have done better with this one? It was a I curved so. left shot. Um, around the wall, and it just bounced just before Fraser Foster's hand, and it, it, obviously it went in. Postage stamp for that left bottom corner, yeah. um, the opposite end of the the postage stamp. But you, you know, you, got, you get what I mean. I like it. I said postage stamp, and I'm like, oh wait, that's top corner. Um, but um, pinpoint accuracy. Um, I honestly think he thought William was going for it. Yeah, like it's how many goals? Like I know it's very hard to say because we uh, we watch it on TV and that. I don't know, like when they run over the ball and like you know when they fake shot and that, it always looks so obvious that like I can I can never see a goalkeeper get tricked but, by it. But, but I guess with the wall and that a, in your way, yeah, here's the thing. Yeah, the wall plays a massive part, and and a lot of a lot of the time, um, the wall is got all your centre backs, which is your tallest players. Yeah, true. So yeah. a lot of the time, that say say with someone like Phil Coutinho is taking his free kick, you can't even see him. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, he's so short, <laughs> he's and, and you're short. trying to and you're trying to look over your centre backs who are six foot five and Coutinho's five ball. foot ten. Yeah, <laughs> so you can imagine what they're what they're going through, and then just see a ball go around at the last second. So that's where the communication thing is is the key, and and probably Fraser Foster probably next one would have his wall just a little bit more to the left to, to try and stop that curved free kick. But I, I honestly think he thought. William was going for it, and you know, to be honest, he probably would have thought that too. Like, yeah, it seemed like the plausible idea. Um, but yeah, Alonso scores a goal, perfect shot. Um, you know, Chelsea get another. It's a hard fought win, and it's unfortunately for Southampton. You know, you know they're sitting in that position where they could easily be the next. Um, Stoke can get real dragged into this relegation fight. They're only just hanging in there, I think. Yep, they lost during the week as well. Uh, did Southampton, Chelsea getting the win. Bakayoko starting to really show in some form, which is really good well, for, needs to, for them. He? Yeah, like, yeah, again, we've talked about how thin the uh, the Chelsea list is. So we kind of, we they have to. They, with the people that they get. Uh, I want to ask, I, now I don't know much about this, uh, so I, I'd have to ask you, do you know what's been going on with Danny Drinkwater? Has he been playing? Like I, He played against Liverpool all last know, but I don't know. Has he been injured? Like I, cause he, he has had his comments about him the other week. That was surpri- he was surprised that they play drink water because they was he thinks he thought it was a bit defensive against Liverpool. Well, I don't know why they I don't know why they bought him. I re- I really don't. I feel like he's uh, he like we'll talk about the worst buys and the best buys at the, se- the end of the season. I think Salah might be a, close to one of the best buys at the moment. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, like yeah, at the moment I, I really see uh, when he even when it happened, Danny. Well, I think it was like for a depth, sh- really, wasn't it? It wasn't even for a start. But that's the player you want out of all the players you can get for depth, and you you get like you know. I, Danny I Drinkwater was, was a solid player with Leicester. Yeah, but he had a solid. Two seasons with his like title run in the, the year after, but he was more established. Like mm. I, I, just, I think it was more for the relationship with Kante than anything else, and I don't know if that's why you should buy players. I feel like you should yeah. buy a team like Chelsea. Just like for me at least, I'm looking at Drinkwater and then I'm looking at Chelsea. There's this two. There's levels in class there to me. I think like Chelsea are two levels above what Drinkwater is, and I yeah. that's nothing against him them because Chelsea are a really great team. But yeah, that's, that's the way I think about it. I don't know what he probably is. It's a lot. Of, it's a move really too for players. Like obviously they see the big club and they see it in lights, and I'm pretty sure Danny Drinkwater ever since he got let go from United has probably made it his mission to try and make it to the top again just to kind of you know what I mean you, you know you, when you get let go of one of the big four or the big six now sorry yeah. um, <laughs> you don't want it you want, you don't want that to be the end you know you kind of want to make your way up again and I think that would have been a lot behind Danny Drinkwater's move the decision to move 
um, now that he's here, he's becoming another another number, I guess. And um, you know, he, you wouldn't, I wouldn't sit. I uh, wouldn't be surprised seeing him move off pretty, you know, within the next year or so. It's it's kind of like the natural progression of footballers sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And you said top six. It's top top seven now. Burnley are, oh, yeah. Burnley are involved. Oh, actually, no, no, top, out. top six. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we will move move on. But Mickey, uh, Watford. This is probably the other big upset of this the other uh, week at least for me. Uh, seeing Huddlefield absolutely destroy Watford at home again, uh, as same as the Palace Leicester kind of thing. Yep. Watford right now, Mickey. They uh, they lost midweek to Crystal Palace. Yep. Now they've lost to Huddersfield. These are two games that you know, three, three weeks ago. Yeah, three, that's six points. And now all of a sudden they're giving these teams a chance, a chance to kind of, yeah, to leapfrog them now. Like, you know, Huddersfield are only a point behind them. Watford in their last 10, Mickey, have been, and I, I was shocked when I heard this, have only taken seven points. They've got two wins, one draw, and seven losses in their last yeah. 10. I, I thought we were going on about how good Watford were. We we were, but I think that there's, there's a lot of, uh, a couple of results to the bigger team that we've kind of let slip. And then they've, they've had these couple of, what we would say is upsets now. Yeah. Um. The the main thing is for the for Watford, they've played two teams that they could have really pushed back down into into the relegation fight, which would have propelled them up into you know a lot safer position. Um. You know, for these teams, it's still fight. It, like at the moment, all of these teams are still trying to avoid the relegation fight. I don't care how high they are. You know, even Burnley was probably still thinking that at the moment. And then they go and once they get the safe. They go to the next goal. When, you know, do, when do you think safe is for a team like Burnley? 40 points. Do you really think like, they'll, they'll points, be looking yeah. for 40? I think 40 points would do it easy this year with the, the amount but, of teams. But don't you think that if they if they actually are looking at 40 points, then they'll probably do what West Brom did last year? I don't think so. I don't think Sam Dyche, uh, the manager, is that kind of player, the manager. Yeah. Um, Tony Pulis is definitely that kind of guy that goes, well, all right, we've got the 40 now and my job's done. But how much is it a mental thing for the players? Like, you know, like may I, you know, we don't know. Obviously. I think the most dangerous part about Burnley is when they hit the 40 points. Because you reckon that's when they... When they hit the 40 points, they kind of can go, oh, we can play more freely. And if they start yeah, to well, play more freely than they are now, um, they can upset a lot of teams because they'll be playing with confidence, they'll be playing with flair and, and they'll be taking the game on, which is what the, what the big teams do. They take the game on, they take those risks that... Doesn't doesn't seem like risk to the smaller teams, uh, to the as a playing as a bigger team because they're paid to make those. You know what I mean? They're paid to make those plays, which makes them better than the other teams. But if say say they hit forty points and we'll say we'll say four weeks time, they got yep. eight, they got eight points needed. Uh, would they kind of open themselves up, or would they be like, you know what, look, we've actually got a legitimate not, chance for Europe here? Or not like, not necessarily open themselves up. I just think they'll play with a, a bit more flair and they'll be a bit more. Um, not relaxed, but they can play a bit more freely and yeah. not have to have the, the the dark cloud of relegation if they drop a few games. Well, it's like what you said before. It's like this week you say that um, they have a free crack at Tottenham. It's kind of like that with the bigger yeah. teams. They have no. Who cares if they lose? You know, they've already they're safe. They've done what they need for the year. But like so far, so far exactly. It never, it never ends, Vicky. It never ends. It never does. But uh, yeah, like so Huddlesfield taking it out. We'll move on, but to Stoke. And West Ham, I tell you what, how about, uh, how Amoy scoring a double butt. Oh, sorry, yeah, I did forget about our boy Amoy. I said it in the in the title. You know, what, the I will, start. I will, you know what I will say too. Um, Huddersfield have a tendency at the moment to uh, like they they might struggle for a couple of weeks and then they'll pull off a result that we don't expect. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, you think of the Man United win just a few weeks ago in between. <sighs> that was a beautiful. In thing. between a couple of play games that they probably didn't do too well. Um, and those and those wins at the moment are keeping them safe. Those that 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 once a month win that that probably was unexpected is the one that is really pushing them up in the second half, the top half of the table almost. Okay, I need you to put your biases away quickly, Mickey. Yep. 
Aaron Moy. Now, you obviously he played for he was in a, at Huddlesfield last season, yep. but he's officially signed. So we're going to call him a signing. Where does he rate in terms of the best signings of the season right now? Is he in the middle? Is he up? The, is he up to the top? Like he's had a very decent season right now. Every time, he's every time a, I see he's had people, a decent season, but a lot of the times. Um, I, I, he has been found out against the, the bigger teams, and he has been found out when he's been marked. Bigger teams, he scored against United, took care of them, no stress. Yeah, he did. He, <laughs> I'm not saying he's not playing well. I think he's having a great season. Definitely for his first season in the Premier League. Yeah, you know, definitely. Um, this, he's probably finding his feet this year more than anything, and and hopefully if Huddersfield have a couple of seasons in the Premier League, he can really turn into an established Premier League player because not only for more importantly for Australia that. He's the kind of engine room that we need, and we need someone like that, and we haven't had for a long time in, in the Australian setup. So if, if this guy's playing in the Premier League week in, week out, that can only be good for the national team. And, yeah, he is turning in, and for price-wise, he is turning into one of the signings of the season. Yes. Yeah, well, in terms of what kind of uh, profit you could get out of him. I don't know what, and what he, he's giving back to the team. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what he'd be worth at the moment, but, yeah, he'd be worth a little bit more than what he was. Same with Zaha. Like, you know, they could be up for January trade bait if, like, if, if teams really want to yeah. strengthen, like, if they yeah. want to go hard, especially Zaha at the moment. But we'll move on to West Ham. Stoke, uh, another away win. West Ham take it out 3 0, and Adovich is uh, starting to find some form, Mickey. It is, he is, and I, I wonder, though, that. Um, if Stoke, the Stoke game kind of got him a bit more up and about than usual. I will say this, the last three games for West Ham after the, like Moyes taking over, the first couple of games were pretty disappointing, which I thought the first game he was in charge of, it was actually they actually played very well and they were very unlucky. Um, and, and everyone was taking the piss out of him, Moyes. They've beaten Chelsea, they've drawn with Arsenal, which they should have won, and they've put Stoke away 3-0. It's exciting, like you know, West Ham is kind of like same with yeah, Everton as we're going later. Our two teams are starting to kind of pop up now, and they're starting to uh, find it a bit we're, more. We're not fine. seeing, we're starting to see them not as stupid. Yeah, like yeah, and as as we're saying, like you know, a couple wins and away you go. Like look where Everton are at the moment. Like mm. look where they were four four five weeks ago. Like, yeah. It's unbelievable since they've had the takeover. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm you know, kind of I like West the, Ham when the they're The scary th- thought about Everton is that they haven't even hit the January transfer window to get a striker yet. So imagine if they do that. Yeah, exactly. Well, who who would you go for, Mickey, if you had to choose? Well, you reckon Gerald? I reckon it's not a bad decision either. I don't know if you'd go. Maybe he's too slow in that team. Maybe they need someone with a bit of pace because they really do lack pace. Um, that's, would that's, you be looking at a Premier League striker? I'm not sure. That's the rain coming down as well. If you can, if you can hear that background noise, it's a bloody rain outside. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I just took my headphones off to make sure it was. It's the rain coming down. That's what the kind of the background noise is. But anyway, Mickey, I, I don't know. I don't know if you would go for the Premier League if you go outside. You can only get so much in January, as we all know. But we'll stick to yep. West Ham for the time being. You know who I'd get? Who would you go? Imbolo from um, Schalke. <sighs> That'd be a decent get, actually. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Yep, the former Basel man. I think he's Swiss. Is he Swiss? Possibly, yeah. Possibly Swiss. <laughs> Pending Swiss. Free uh, Imbolo. But, uh, yeah, West Ham taken out. They, they took out a point with uh, from Arsenal during the week as well. So, four points. that They take that going into the week, especially. Yep. Playing the away and game. And Anadovic scoring, too. Anadovic scoring. Very nice. They've got a game against Newcastle this week at home. Very, that's going to be a juicy contest. Yeah, like, that means a lot more, especially, you know, if Newcastle win, they're out of the relegation and West Ham go kind of back in. If West Ham win, then... They, they don't like you know, completely go out of it forever. Who knows how the season's going to go? But they kind of, you know, they bridge that gap and they kind of make that, they make that a bit of a fortress between them and well, the Well, you know, 
Um, Newcastle are you know on the last spot on the, the relegation, but it, it, make, it makes it a, a nice five points, uh, six points. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Uh, no, sorry, five points. I was right the first time. Um. <laughs> my mass is killing it today. Um. And and the five points is a lot. Moving on, but Mickey West Brom versus Manchester United. Lukaku scoring against an average team once again. Lingard's getting another goal. Lingard's been in. He's starting to find form. some form, isn't he? And you know what? He, he's a player that's taking his chance. Yeah, you know, definitely. I mean, he started the season. You would have really seen Lingard on the on the outskirts of the team. Um, you know, more of a FA Cup kind of player and, and a um, and a English Cup kind of player and, and those kind of games. Um, he's gone on now. He's scored. He scored about four or five goals. And he's, as I said, he's probably like like I've said a bit. But he's taken the game on at the moment. He yeah. really is taking the. You know, he's not afraid to do the one on ones. And um, his goal the other week against oh, I can't remember who it was uh, Watford. Was yeah. absolutely fantastic, and he's continued that reign of form, you know. So, you know, he's taken every opportunity. He's playing really well. It puts players like Rashford and and, um, and Martial on on a bit of alert because if this guy's starting to do well, um, it's one of they're one of the guys that are going to miss out. And uh, between the two of them, they're they're two big names to be sitting on the bench. Yeah, they are. It's, it, it, it creates a nice little uh, problem for Mourinho, doesn't it? Like, it does. you know, it's the best, the best kind of problem that you can have. It's Do, I, will Lingard be um, a victim of like obviously his name is not a Martial or a Rashford at the moment. You know, he's probably closer to Rashford, obviously. But Martial was you know a thirty-five million pound signing two seasons ago. Yeah, is he going to be a victim of not the name is going to? Get him on the bench because <laughs> Big it happens a lot in football where the form is not necessarily used. It's the name, it's the the price tag that comes with it. You know, yeah. how do you justify seeing someone who's paid thirty five million pounds for on the bench who's played pretty well still? Yeah, um, you know, he seems to be the most logical person to drop, and it seems to be the easiest to do. Like a lot of the times. Um, People will go with the easy option. You know, it just sounds better. Um, no one's going to complain if Lingard's on the bench, except for Lingard himself. You know what I mean? So yeah, I hope for his sake he doesn't fall victim to that because his form's been really good. And you know, United get a half fought win. A West Brom team is probably up. He's kind of hard to break down at the moment. It's so funny how um, we've got Adam pa- Alan Pardew in, who's playing like Tony Pulis. Yeah, exactly. I've got a couple of nice little stats for you, Mickey. Yep. Uh, Last 10 games, West Brom, they've taken four draws, six losses. They haven't won a game. Yep. Would you like to have a guess when the last time they won a game in the Premier League was? It was like round three or something, wasn't it? Around week two. Oh, August, August 20. And you know who they beat? Burnley. And mm. it's funny how things can change it so does. quickly. And like, it really does. And that is crazy. They, Even the goal was scrappy too, but it was good to see them. Like, they're not scoring too many goals. They are throwing men forward now, but under Padre, which is a positive sign. Um, they're just going to find their scoring shoes. And, you know... Who have they got this way? They got Stoke. That's going to be a really, really interesting game because both teams need this win more than anything. It's a six-point game, isn't it? Especially yeah, down 100%, there. Yeah, 100%. Yep. Moving on, but Mickey, Bournemouth, Liverpool. Liverpool taking care of no worries. A 4-0 win for Mania once again scoring against an average team. Uh, <laughs> very convincing. You're very so convincing. incredibly harsh against Firmino. I am. I am very harsh on Firmino, to be fair. But, you know, scoring the fourth, so scoring the fourth goal and the 4-0 win against Bournemouth. Did you see the headbutt? Did you see it? Actually, I haven't seen it. It's good. It's a very good goal. Um, for me, it's it a, it's a, a great pick out by Coutinho. He's a decent finisher when he wants to be for me. He's one of those guys that, like, some games his finishing can be just unbelievable. Like, better than anybody I can, I've seen. And then some weeks, it's almost like, you know, when Salah, it's funny, we, how, how often do we complain about Salah? Sometimes we still complain about him, and he's leading the gold boot. <laughs> like, you know, it shows how many opportunities he, he gets. He looks uncoordinated sometimes. Yeah, he does. Salah. And, um, 
Even his goal it's, here was a bit str- like it, it was just kind of like it was it always happened in slow motion. It and was, the, and that's the the sign of a great player is someone who can kind of improvise. And it, and that really was an improvising goal. He kind of found the ball at his feet and it tapped it back. It wasn't really a straightforward thing. And he kind of made something out of nothing to a degree when he got caught. You know, man on on the line in the corner there. He kind of got it around Charlie Daniel. Yeah. Um, who should have done he, a lot? He better. He should have done a lot better. But at the same time, I think he got. Charlie Daniel got so undone by when he got outdone in the, the three ball. Uh, I think yeah. it was the three ball by Ronaldo or Oxlade Chamberlain, I think it was, sorry. Yeah. And um, the balls played out and they and Salah's so quick that he ran from the inside of him to the outside of him to beat him to the ball. And I think ever since then, I think Charlie Daniel was so scared to make a move. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of distance. He kind of just tried to hold him up, hold him up, hold him up. And I think when Salah went at him, he kind of, not froze, but I think he just was so, he was so cautious that it became a bit of an issue. And, um, Salah did well to, to kind of win the, like a semi one on one again and, and put it out in front of him and his class his finish was pretty good actually after that yeah it was uh, what do you think about like because it seems like it's funny how football works it seems like such an obvious thing to do just don't let Salah get on his left he's so dangerous on his left he can't yeah, but and like it's like with it, Robin it, like Mane on yeah. his right same thing like Mane we were saying this three months ago and don't, don't let well. him yeah exactly don't let him get on their preferred foot because they will just punish you and for some reason every week this happens and it's, well even Coutinho's goal um, who had a really good game that was, a nice, that was a nice goal it was, a weird, it was one of those ones where like it was a great run and then the finish happened I was like oh that's okay but I thought it was really well placed like, when you watch the replay you watch how good the finish was yeah exactly I think. Yeah. um because you expect him to go for that top right corner, but he, he went bottom left. We're so and, used to top bins, aren't we? And, and, that's, and that's something, too, that the fact that he got into his right, it didn't necessarily mean he was going to put into that corner. And, that, and that's the great thing about Coutinho. He's so creative in that kind of way. He can kind of go anywhere, even though you, you think 99% of the time he's going to go somewhere, and he will just, the very last second, he'll just change direction or change his mind, and he'll keep going, or he'll shoot when you don't think he's going to shoot. And, uh, and that's what throws defenders off a lot of the time. Um, fun fact for you, Nick. The yes. first team in history, I think, it was the last four away games to win more than three 0 Really, every they, single game. I was going to say, uh, Liverpool doing something that they usually don't do, and that beat these teams. Like this, this and is a punishment. this is a prime game for Liverpool to drop points on. Like, yeah. if, if you the same game last year, they 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 draw this. Like, and 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 kind of reflecting back on on Liverpool and maybe previous seasons, you know, we had a midweek game against uh, West Brom that we lost. You know. Well, we did score. It was a goal disallowed. Looking back, it was probably not a goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it did come off um, Solanke's hand, which is a bit of a frustrating thing. But would have liked to see him score. Um, and then, and the, the frustrating week against Everton. Um, the fact is that we, we're pulling. We're still taking points from those games. We've just drew. Well, we didn't lose any of them. Um, we drew them both. Yeah. You know, um, back in the day, I think we would have lost to a West Brom. You know, we would have conceded an eight, late goal or yeah, um, and stuff like that. So. Um, for us, it was good. I think it was also good to get on the score sheet against a lesser team because um, against Everton and against West Brom, they did park the bus, and I, it, it started to feel like we were not getting found out. But um, teams were starting to come with a game plan. So for us to get the win and um, and to win, you know, score four. The first, like, I think Liverpool's problem is they need to score it early. They need to score in the first thirty minutes and. If we score in the first 30 minutes, a lot of the times we will win 3-4 because it makes the teams play. And then when they play, they're, we're impossible to, to defend against when we counter-attack. But if, if they get to the 60th, 70th minute and we haven't scored, 
a lot of the teams are going to lock up shop because there's no point. Yeah, and they also it just brings a lot of confidence. And you always see like the sigh of relief in the Liverpool players when they do get that early goal because yeah. they're like because it, it's almost it's and, so and, expected of them to score. Well, that's exactly right. And I still remember sitting um, watching the Everton game, and it's exactly how I felt. Um, and when I watched the West Brom game in midweek. I felt on edge the whole game because I was just waiting for the goal to happen. And yeah. um, the biggest sigh of relief against the West Brom game is when Solanke, I thought he scored because it, you know, it was allowed right to the end. Yeah, know, yeah, just, yeah. Uh, and that was such a relief because I thought, you know, we've finally scored a game. That'll well, be it. Yeah, that'll be it. We'll, we might even score a couple more. You know, yeah. and that was the 80th minute. But um, when we played Everton, it was the same kind of thing. I was on edge until Salah scored because I knew exactly what their plan was. The other team was to play defensive, but as soon as we got through that defence and broke it once, we should be. It was just it didn't pan out that way that game. Um, well played to Evan, I guess. But um, <laughs> you know, and and that's the thing. And this is why I think that we could probably we're probably the only team that can really take on City because if we meet fire or fire, you know, there's a good chance that we we can put away as much as they do. Yeah, like, I understand the backing there. You know, it's a tough. It's I love I love the confidence in the, in the old Liverpool's. Like you know, who know in, in two weeks time. You gotta have confidence in your own team. Oh, of course, in two weeks time, you'll be saying we'll get we get smashed eight 0 because you'll, <laughs> you'll draw two games or something like that. You'll lose one. But you guys, are, you guys aren't losing. You've lost twice this season, I think already. 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 <laughs> Sorry, twice only twice this season. Sorry, we'll move on to the last game, but Mickey, uh, three one. I got three things to ask you, Mickey. Calvert yep. Lewin is in great form. Sigurdsson's in even better form, and Wayne Rooney has scored ten goals in the Premier League this season. Unbelievable! Because I just checked that then. I had no idea. That's equal with Lukaku. That's equal with Aguero. One off Sterling, two off Kane, four off Salah. This is like, is, yep. is he not? What, what do you think of him as a signing right now? It's becoming more and more worthy every week. It's funny. Um, the, I, I think the main thing is that Rain Rooney's playing a lot more with his heart now. You know what I mean? Like, um, obviously, he, he would have loved playing at Manchester United and all that, but coming back to your boyhood club, he's kind of maybe he's felt like that he's missed a few years, you know, that playing for the club that, you know, his heart's set up. And then, and it's amazing what you can do when you're playing for the club that's deep down in your heart. You find that maybe that extra couple of percent that you never thought you had um, or that extra mile and... You know what? He's probably enjoying his football as much as ever at the moment, and that's probably why he's scoring goals. Well, it was just a penalty as well, so it wasn't that good. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but uh, Sigerson's goal was fantastic outside the box, a nice yep. little twenty-five yard. And Carver Lewis is he turning into the signing that they wanted? He's starting to about three. His last two or three weeks, he's starting to you know he's looking a lot more dangerous around the box, yep. which is something that he was always dangerous around the box with Swansea, and he's just kind of he hasn't been able to find that space. I don't know what they're doing differently, but you know they've they've been on such a hot streak right now, yep. uh, Everton, and you know they've they've propelled them to ninth and you know all of a sudden like you know, Everton coming sixth isn't that bad of an idea because they're no, going to take not. over Spurs not well, Arsenal seven, like, seven points seven points and they take over Spurs and Burnley which is more likely than them taking over Arsenal at the moment so who knows like yeah, it's just it's a beautiful game the Premier League but uh, Swansea yes. my boys I love them they're love- fair goal on the score sheet you know <sighs> yeah they're going to struggle out there down at the Welshman, and um, you know it's a not for long. They'll get relegated and fuck them off. Who cares? You know it's funny, but like we 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 hit Palace off early, didn't we? We said who the other two teams going to be. So did we? Well, at one stage, we were. I think at one stage, and then then we all changed, and then one week happened, and they got like they still got beaten, and then we we said nah, they're not going to get relegated. We, they'll be fine. They got too much quality. They well, you do. know what I mean. Like a lot of these teams do have a lot of quality quality, and um, I still think Swansea on paper are not that bad. So. You know, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I still think Paul Clement is the next one to go. Yeah, like it's, I don't it's know quite what hard ha- to disagree. I don't know it? what happens with Renato Sanchez, but... <sighs> Tell you what, fun, fun fact about him too. He, if he leaves Swansea, which Paul Clement is adamant that he won't, 
to go back to Bayern Munich, he actually can't play for another club because you can't play for three clubs in one season. Really? You know why? Because he played six minutes of a Bayern Munich game. <laughs> in a, in a, I think it was an, uh, a pre, either a preseason game or like a, a like a preseason game, uh, a game before the season started as their like pre-season cut match. Tournament. It was yeah, a cut yeah, match. Yeah. So. Um, for a mere six minutes, he cannot actually play for anyone else this season. Do you reckon they, imagine they do that deliberately just to piss him off. Just be like, yeah, like, you know, if you, if you, fuck, if you, <laughs> if you go up. anywhere else. Well, that, well, that's the thing. Like, I couldn't see Renato Sanchez going back to Bayern because he's definitely not going to get minutes there. You know, <laughs> he's not, he's, he struggles to get minutes. James Rodriguez is not yeah. getting minutes at the moment. Yeah, exactly. That's so, he's struggled enough at Swansea. I, that, for that reason alone, I'd say he will stay there for the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he has a fucking choice at the moment. Uh, it's you know, Swansea, Swansea right now, and them and Newcastle are the two worst teams. West Brom aren't too far behind. Honestly, like if, I, if the three teams that went now got relegated, I wouldn't be too disappointed, but I'd love to see Newcastle stay up. Personally. Yeah, I think I think most people in the Premier League have a soft spot for that side. So, uh, Nick, what do you reckon? Take a break and then we'll get back to Facebook's finals. Yeah, Facebook's finals. We'll talk a bit more about the halfway point. We'll make our predictions for week 19 of the Premier League season. Man. And uh, we're back with the the favourite so- segment, I guess, of uh, our show, and it's Facebook's finest. It's where we look into the internet world and, and see the fools of the week, I guess. Yes. Nick, what do you think? Ah, oh, it's always a beautiful time. It's, uh, I, I never, I'm never short of supply when it comes to this. You know, we've got a few each. Mickey, do you want to take us? Do you want to start us off? Yeah, I know you're always excited for this, even though you never usually have any. Yeah, well, I've actually got a couple this week, and my first one is from a man called Sam Wallace who tweeted this week. Um, Champions of England, uh, you'll never see that, saying, saying Chelsea fans to Huddersfield. Um, oh, God, yeah. Which he finishes, who won their first league title 31 years before Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember hearing, like, oh, it's, it just sums up. It sums up some uh, fans, You can't just forget it? about histories. <sighs> Trust me, I'm Liverpool's supporter. Yeah, that's all I have. Um, weird story of the day, Mickey. Lazio fans have taken revenge on, I'm going to butcher this name, Piero uh, Gio, oh, Jesus, Gieco Melli, I'm going to call him that, the referee who sent Immobile off by downvoting his cafe on TripAdvisor. I saw that, yeah. <laughs> his cafe is now one star oh, on TripAdvisor. Not Immobile. He, That'll show him. He's gone now, isn't it? <laughs> Could you imagine, but it would be, it'd be a hurt. Touch to the ego. <laughs> Touch to the ego. It again. is. Um, we with the uh, Champions League draw coming out last week. Um, <laughs> this is quite funny, actually. Um, it, it got into a, a heated topic, and um, it was actually a meme made. And um, the Champions League draw: Buffon versus Kane. Yeah, that's nice. Messi versus Hazard. Ooh, yeah, that's good. Ronaldo versus Neymar. <sighs> Jesus Christ! Knew this one: Lukaku versus Man United. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. I didn't know that was coming. I was they just yeah. United don't get anyone good. Um, the only oh, Mickey football community once again. Uh, the only way to start 2018 if you play the full Champions League theme at 11:58 and 55 seconds on New Year's Eve, the first the champions will play at exactly midnight. So Very if anybody nice. if anybody wants to go into 2018 on a I'm playing the Champions League and the Richmond and Richmond oh, Grand yeah, the Final. Oh, yeah, Richmond Grand Final at 9.42 and 22 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> so we're going to get both of those so the siren can go. Imagine and, that. And champions. with the champions. <laughs> oh, we actually could that, do that. That's a really good idea. But, uh, yeah, Mickey, have you got anything else for me? Yeah, I've got a couple more, actually. Beautiful. Um, a lady called Nazaria Kavari 
um, put a photo at, uh, I don't know if it's her or someone else, maybe of a, of a young girl who does look quite uh, nice. And the <laughs> caption was, quite 19 nice. never looks so good with a couple of photos of her. Yes. Um, <laughs> by a man I can only say is F at playmaking. Yeah. Um, is, is wrote it back saying, clearly never saw Wilshire versus Barcelona at the Emirates. <laughs> Which is so true. Which is good to see him playing on the weekend too. He, playing well. He was um he was the first part of knows he was goal with that first three ball. So, you know, it's been a long way back for Jack Wilshere and uh Mesut Ozil was probably a bit angry that he's playing because he wanted that number ten for so long. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, but he he is yeah. playing he's playing a lot better. A lot of people really want him to start every game right now. So it shows a bit because they do have a but, decent midfield. And at you times. know what? They, he might need to be more important every week because. Not only is he vying for an England spot, but he's also, you know, Ozil and that could be gone. So yeah. they might need him very much more soon. I've got my last one, Mickey. Uh, young young loves a beautiful thing, isn't it, Mickey? It is. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, so this guy on on WhatsApp messages, hey, babe, what are you up to on Valentine's Day? Oh, yeah, I said this one. She goes, oh, I don't know. He asks, do you like Madrid? Well, Ooh, I'll, I'll play her, yes. Do you like Paris? Of course. Okay, great. What? We'll be watching Real Madrid. <laughs> <laughs> Please, romantic. It's a beautiful. It's an old school one. I like that one. Is it actually on Valentine's Day? I don't know. We'd have to confirm that. Mickey, do you have any more for me before we move? Yeah, on? Um, I'm moving away from football for this one and going oh, to rugby. Rugby, okay. Um, I can't. So, as Quanti we... sign on rugby club, I couldn't pronounce the name. For Good, me. I like it. Um, this is what they've written on their official Twitter page. Uh, tonight's training is cancelled because. Okay, what? Well, it's bloody cold, is that's why. <laughs> and besides, it doesn't matter how much we train, let's face it, we're still bloody shot. So let's get stay warm and dry in the bar and make a training a New Year's resolution. Until then, beers. <laughs> that's how you kick off the New Year. Who wants to train over the Christmas period? Oh, really? I, I have no idea. Realistically, Mickey, who would train? Who would do it? I don't I don't think you do, do you? Uh, Mickey, we'll talk a little bit. I want to um well, I want to go a bit more in depth. Like, you know, we're, we're nearly at the halfway point. We're going to do a full halfway analysis next week. But I wanted to pull up our Premier League tables that we had. This is all the way back in August at the start of the season. And if I can get it up on my phone, if my phone doesn't want to crash right now, I'll be able to find it, Mickey. But uh, off the top, I know you know what kind of the first few spots that you have. Do you have any kind of glaring ones that you would change? Uh, I'd, I'd catapult Huddersfield. Yep. Yeah. Well, we both did put him at twentieth, so that maybe wouldn't be. Um, Stokes probably a bit of a mistake. I thought they were going to be a lot more solid this year, but you know, other and West Ham obviously. So at the moment, Mickey has uh, got the got the top two currently locked. Was no no real. Uh, I don't think any medals really for top two at the moment. Nah, the two I don't men, think so. It's very. It was a very annoying one because when we at the start of the season, there was a really obvious way we could have picked it, and in all honesty, it was one or the other. Really, the top. Well, uh, realistically, if we bought, if we wanted to be as obvious as possible, we would have picked the top three. There is now City, United, Chelsea. Probably would have been the most obvious ones to go for. And uh, then and then no, the next, maybe no. Tottenham did finish second the year before. Yeah, but Chelsea are the champions. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. oh, I actually so, forgot that. So that, that was the only thing I had. Uh, we would have obviously Burnley. Uh, I had Burnley at 19th. Mickey, you had them at 18th. So both relegated. At the moment, they're going to play Europa. So <laughs> Possibly Champions League. Possibly Champions League. They're going to be playing that bloody uh, Phoebe, that Champions theme at midnight. Champions. Oh, it's going to be a beautiful thing. Uh, on top of that, you know, Mickey, you had West Ham at 7th. Uh, I had... Well, I was going to say, I had uh, Everton at sixth. That's how confident I was in them. And, you know, that being said, they're kind of repaying my faith at the moment, but not too well. Uh, West Ham, Mickey, do you think that I reckon they could probably end up going to seventh the way they're playing at the moment? 
Yeah, well, um, definitely. I think, like, you know, sixth and seventh is a possibility for almost any team, I think. That's how close it is on that. And really, besides probably the, the top six, seven, yeah, um, it's really up for grabs. It is. And, like, you know, I see, like, in terms of our bo- – um, well, show how good we're doing right now. Uh, our relegation right now, we have – a few different teams in there. Mickey, you currently have zero pe- teams in your relegation, in the current relegation. Oh, and so I what, had, what were my relegation teams? You had Huddlesfield, so did I, both at 20th. I had you. I had Burnley at 19th, you had Brighton, and I had Swansea at 18th, and you had Burnley. So Swansea, the only team out of all those te- out of all those picks. It shows yep. It shows how it's not as predictable as we think, because at the start no, of the season, we were so sure. We were so confident in what we were picking. Yeah, we were, and like we are with anything, really, and that's like our weekly... Uh, Weekly tipping, we, yeah, we, we get so wrong. And by the way, who won last week? Uh, Michael, you did take out both weeks, so I, I took out both weeks. You took out both weeks. So you didn't, you, you didn't seem to mention that before the show. Yeah, well, I didn't. Why convincingly or not? I just, look, I didn't think you'd ask. So currently, the table and uh, the annoying thing is we have we've missed out on three things, three weeks. So we've had two two of two games and one with one game. So we've missed out three. So currently, Michael, the current tally as we are in what are we in week eighteen? We are nine to six. In so I'm, I'm making a sharp comeback. Yeah, considering I think it was eight one at one yeah. stage. Uh, so we're we're you know, never give up. Never give up. But chase your dream. Don't call I'm, it a comeback. I'm just giving you the slice of the pie until I take it, it away from you. But Michael, uh, I want to get into our predictions for this week. We do have a bit more time, so we can kind of talk well, a bit more. I, in depth. I just want to mention uh, one thing too. Yes. Um, Antonio Griezmann. Yes. What about it? This week put up a very controversial picture of him as a Harlem Globetrotter. I don't know if you've seen it yet. No, I haven't actually. I know, I'll show you right now. What's the? So it what's is called uproar on the internet, why, and why it goes do back that? to the old painting themselves painting themselves black to represent someone in, in a fancy dress. Oh, he hasn't done that, has he? He hundred percent has. I'll show you the photo right now. Oh wow! Which He's... has caused an absolute upstir in the thing, <sighs> and one that I, I did miss out on. Um, Facebook's finest is that he finally fits into the French team, Nick. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Because every other player in the French team are coloured, I'm going to say, just to... It's 2017. For the fence sitters. You, you can say black. It's okay. It's well, they are... Like, that's the, that's the color. I'm not being racist. That's the actual colour. Oh, you're not painting yourself black right now. <laughs> you, don't, you can yeah, say well, it. I, so the thing is, I'm, I'm, I'm very one to miss... The point where the actual offence would take place, Nick. In terms of the in terms of the painting, the blackface. Yes. You think? Do you think it shouldn't be? It's not offensive, or do you think? No, it of course is? not. You don't think it is? No, I, no, no way. Such an imagination. He's literally merely describing himself, like dressing up as a character, and that is the character. Yeah, I, I can understand that r- rationale. I just think that when you have the platform that Griezmann does have, unfortunately, you kind of have to. What about white chicks? Watch uh, the. The, the movie, mo- the movie. People, what black? Uh, what then? They dress up as white chicks. Well, white girls. It's even worse. Yeah, like, I, what, I, like if we can make a movie, a multi-million dollar movie, and have a laugh about it going the other way around, why are we picking on someone for painting themselves a color to dress up as a Harlem Globetrotter? It was not even offensive. He's, he's a basketballer. No, like if he was dressing up as like a, uh, as we go down a different route, yeah, as if, if he was dressing up as like I don't know, like a slave or something like that. Of course, there's a difference. Yeah, there's course, a huge, yeah and that's huge where the line is drawn. But he's merely. Um, 
coloured himself as a Harlem Globetrotter, which are I, talented basketballers. Yeah, of course they are. They're the best of all time. But I, it's, I don't know. I, I feel like it was a, it's a bit of a silly move. Like, albeit I can understand, like, if it was us, like, if it was just us with our mates, I, we, I, would, I, I would never draw offence to it, personally. But that's just me. I know who everyone's, everyone's not as uh, easily offended as, as I am. So it's, kind of, it's one of those things where I think that, you know, it's a good one to do with your mates. I'm sure that when he did it, he just wanted to kind of have a laugh with his mates. But when you it's have... It's not even having a laugh. It's just a, it's a, it's just a costume, really. Well, if it was just a costume, then you wouldn't do that. Like if, if he he would have known full well as well as much as we, as much yeah as much as you are as much as do, we can play dumb. Do you think dumb, that Paul Pogba and and and, and, play, and Tom Lamar and all those guys would care? No, I don't think they would. But the, that they're not the people who are going to get pissed off. It's the well, gen, it's the general. I, I just public. don't get why. I, I, I must be missing something in in the um the racism world where I think that is racism. Oh, uh, look, it's one of those things. I I, I it's the the problem is that. When you have so many people in the world on who will have access to that photo, and yeah, that gets put on Twitter, that gets put on Facebook, everybody can see it. Especially when you're a person who makes how much money does he make a week? Like you know, yeah, a hundred, we'll say, yeah, yeah, a couple hundred k probably, and you're you're paying yourself like that. You're you're opening yourself up for criticism. Sometimes what you need to do as a sportsman, you just need to kind of get rid of the chance of somebody getting angry at you. So like for doing that, you know, to doing that, you're you're opening yourself up for it. As much as he might think, oh, it's just a good fun. Not you know um, Jenny down the street or Jack, you know or Bob down the road might not think the same thing and they might oh, be massive fans of uh, of, of Atletico Madrid maybe yeah but I don't know like I just like to hear from someone that would take offence to that and and know the reason why because they're social justice warriors Mickey There's, they're everywhere like they people certain people wake up. And they they kind of they look at their Hate watch. The they well they look at their watch and they go, how can I be a professional victim today? And there are plenty. Of, <laughs> they are there are plenty of them in the world. Yeah, and they, they are. And they will they will cause the biggest fuss on Twitter. So all the news stations like the news coverage will so, always be like this is uh, yeah. like most of them like there's a lot of uh, different political stations and like um articles online and I'm sure a lot of them are saying it's really racist and a lot of them are saying it's just tongue in cheek. So like you know it works. It's kind of like which way well, do you it, find it? Yeah, and it wasn't made to be racist. Like, everyone can know that. Like even the most you know, f- felt hard done by by this situation. This person would know that this was not done to insult anyone. So I'm just trying to figure out where they've they've been insulted. I'll raise this question to you, Nick. Once if he just said, because like for me personally, say I did that. Yep. And I was in Tony Gray's man. Obviously, he's probably got a, a little bit more other factors that I would know about. But once if he just said, I'm just going to leave it on because I don't feel that I'm. Like insulting anyone? Did he take it off? Is that what he, he did? did? He took it off and apologized. So okay, so the photo went up. He is that it was what an eighties dress up party. Yeah, so the photo went up. Everybody complained. He well, a he lot of he co- he co- the party. Look, in saying that, a lot of people did say what I said was a lot of bullshit. Like, well, how could you be taking offenses? But for the amount of people that caused backlash, yeah. Um, Yes. Well, it's funny, you know, it's, if you wanted the, uh, like, a, look, you could dress up as, like, the A-team and, like, you know, like, if you got, like, you know, Mr. T from the A-team. Hey, Mr. T? Yeah, it is Mr. T, isn't it? Who's from the A-team? Uh, or you could dress up as anything, Rocky Balboa, like, you know, and all that. Like, there's a lot of things you can dress up as. I'd love to see, yeah, as you said, if it went the other way, what would happen? Like, if a, if a black guy dressed up as... Um, I'm trying to think of a popular dude from the '80s, Michael Jackson. Michael Michael Jackson, who's already kind of black anyway, so it doesn't really that doesn't really count. But he's white. He's kind of he's half he's half and half. Isn't he's he? dead. He's isn't probably he? that's <laughs> the, <laughs> all our society is. But dead. Yeah, yeah, like what what kind of 
you know, like if he just said, I don't think I'm offending anyone and just left it. Well, nothing, what, nothing what, can what happen. happen, really. Nothing can happen because the damage is done. So I, you, what, in for a penny, in for a pound at that stage, if I was him, I'd just be like, oh, fuck it, who cares? Like, what's going to happen? Like, the only thing is he, he would have his publicist, he would have his management calling him going, take the take fucking, fucking shit down, off, yeah, you idiot. He's got to, and, that, and that's the thing. That's when it comes to sponsors and that too. They, they yeah. can, you know, if he won't pull the pin, they will kind of thing. Well, so. it's like a lot of a lot of football players, a lot of celebrities, a lot of like people of power have this position where their management will look over everything that they do, every tweet that they send out, because they they know that everything can be taken out of context, especially now. Like now more so than ever. So, how did that even get to social media? Do you think? Well, obviously, someone who, I don't know who posted it. So somebody might. Like, he, he did. Oh, he posted it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! There you go. That sums it up, doesn't it? Well, yeah. He he obviously then he will have direct access to his own Twitter. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't yeah. because they they don't need it. They like they don't feel it's necessary. You know, some will have it, access to their, their Twitter or their Instagram, and they won't have access to their Facebook. You know how it is. Like a lot of people, like I know, like mass movie stars don't worry about it they don't need to and they just post a selfie every now and then on Instagram that's how they get a million likes that's mm. the kind of thing anyway Mickey uh, yeah it's, it is a strange one I do understand where you're coming from it's just I, I just think you don't you shouldn't put yourself in that position because you like as much as it's all fine I, I have no problem with it if I was doing it I would know I would be doing it knowing full well I'm gonna piss some people off by doing this, and if you're okay to do, if that's the reason why you're doing it, then fine. Yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind pissing people off for the hell of it sometimes. It's but you're not d- deliberately pissing people off. You just know what you're doing is gonna piss people off. There's a difference. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're not, you, you, didn't, you didn't post a whole picture just to piss people off. No, nah, it was a good dress up. It was, it was a well dressed up. Part. Yeah, we looked exactly the part, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, we'll move on to our predictions, Mickey. Yep. Uh, I want to kind of go. I might want to go. On, let's see. Let's go in reverse order here because there's a couple of decent games towards the start of the fixtures. Oh, I know what I want. I want, to, uh, I want to kind of save them for last. We do have a bit of time, Mickey, so we can actually talk about these ones in a little bit more depth than what we usually would. I will start with Leicester versus Man United. I want to get quickly, just want a quick uh, question with you. How important is this for a team like Man United? You know, they're 11 points of adrift. That is still gettable when you actually think about it. Leicester right now want to bounce back. There's a lot of, you know, a lot it, of things going around. Yeah, I, I think, especially, at, you know, they're playing at home. They're playing at the King Park Stadium. So and It's actually a very hard place to play when they play the big teams. I know Liverpool have struggled there over the last couple of years and, and a couple of other teams. And Leicester on the day, they've proven before. And their team isn't really that different from the, the title-winning team, you know. Let's just not forget, they lost yeah. they lost Kante and they lost Drinkwater. But besides that, they haven't actually changed their team too much. Um, this is a great chance for them to get a couple of uh, points. And, you know, for United... You know, they've been copying a lot of stick lately for their tactics as a, as a park-the-bus kind of team. Yeah. I wonder when Mourinho cracks. And it might be a, a case of the teams, you know, they're, they're antagonised, United antagonised, and it just when they release and they go all that attack, that they start destroying teams. That maybe teams, maybe um, the other teams might not have wanted to mock them because... Um, you know, when they are parking the bus, it gives every chance of the other team to at least take a draw. Yeah, but 100%, you know, if yeah. they if they unleash full throttle, I'm scared of what they can do because they're, you know, they've got a different kind of a um, attack compared to the uh, the Liverpools and the Cities and that, where it's small and and and, and athletic. Um, this this United front four, we'll put um, we'll put Lingard in the four. Yep. Um, it's got a whole other dimension, and it's got more than one dimension, which is you know strength and speed. So that's a it's a powerful combo. 
Yeah, it's all about balancing it. And I think that's something sometimes United don't do as well as what they should be. And that's something that I think that might be, it's one of the big differences between City and United right now. They City just know everything, what they're going to do, when they're going to do it. They It's almost like the first year that they had with Pep was just like a practice year. It's almost it like was, they kind yeah. of, they just went, you know what, let's just, let's get a feel for the year. We can throw away anything. Like, you know, they didn't win anything, I don't think, from that. And they've no. got a Champions League spot. And they're just like, yeah, well, we're happy with that. Fuck it. And they, and they didn't really check their attack or anything, did they? Uh, the change of attack, they didn't buy any players like they bought Jesus at January I think and um, they're, they're stuck with that same front four ever since and uh, they bought a couple of midfielders and a couple of defenders but um, you know that core front four is stayed together so um, <laughs> that's the city but so we'll talk about Man United um, I, I think it's going to be a one-all draw um, I'm going to go with a United win. Uh, I just think they'll have a bit too much for Leicester, although I do agree that they are very hard to play at King Power sometimes. Uh, I'm going to go with Manchester United to win 3-1. Uh, we'll okay. move up to Burnley, Spurs. I'm just looking at the history. Burnley have never beaten Spurs in the Premier League. So it, could this be the first time? Like, you know, Burnley are kind of, you know, they're coming off a draw. They might be pissed off. They might just take out all their frustrations out on young Tottenham. Um, I don't know. I think this is a great opportunity for Tottenham to, you know, two points in front of them. Um, I honestly do think that, you know, they've had the draw Burnley, but I still think they're in a rich frame of form and I think they will scrape a draw out as well, playing it at Turf Moor. Yep. Um, I think, uh, you know, Tottenham got to find their feet. Daly Alley's gone really quiet lately. Yeah, he's um, been he's been very poor since the, the when last did, time he played well was against was the Champions League game against Madrid. So, so when does he start on the bench? Ah, uh, you know what? The thing is, the unfortunately, we don't have as much depth as other teams. So it's like, who are we going to play in front? Like Lamella, who's you, back finally. Yeah, who played? Play. I thought you might bring him up too because he did feature. You, you thought he'd gone to Argentina to sell cocaine. I'm pretty sure he did. I think he's made a killing, and he's he's come back to he's retire. Back. He's, Wait, you reckon making more than playing football? <sighs> I, you, Close. Do you know how much money's in the yeah, coke, in the coke Pablo. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like he's he's back, but he's not in amazing form at the moment. We are. Well, yeah, he mate, just had over a year off. I, yeah, true. <laughs> I don't know how good you could I, become. I might, I might be starting to warm back. to your like you're saying last week that Sun might be a bit. Of, I might be underrating him. I kind of do think I am actually. You know, he's a very good player. What he wants to be he's scoring most weeks at the moment. Yeah, he's like you know, he's the only other one who really is scoring. Like last season, we did have you know Sun Kane and Ali all scoring over twenty goals. I think Ericsson might have, and you know Ericsson having forty seven assists or whatever. And like you know, this season it's just kind of like Kane or Sun. They're the only two, but and that kind of kind of creates a problem when we play them both at the start because Sun's great when he comes off the bench sometimes to kind of make that impact, but he's so like he's so good and so important to us that we can't really afford him to be on the bench for 60 minutes because we need that attacking guy. Yeah. And Lorente, unfortunately, I love Lorente. I think he's a really good player. He's, you know, he's, he's had a FIFA Champions League uh, you know, player play at the group stage, like Card, that's how good he's by, like that, And you know, he's barely played, so it shows... Like, he has, Do you think he's struggling with the lack of game time now? I don't know if he's struggling. It's just that... It's hard for a guy that he's eight, like he's, mid, he's you know, going 32, 33. It's yeah. going to be hard for him to find form coming off the bench and having that limited amount of time without playing every week. I think yeah. once he's, he's fallen out of his rhythm now and trying to um, come on at different stages of a game and trying to have a, an immediate impact is going to be very hard for him. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. It's, it's one of those tough ones. I, I do think Spurs will win this, but I think this is one of those ones where, you know, sometimes you just predict the team who should win will just kind of make a statement win and just kind of take them out to yeah. kind of prove that they are one of the better teams. Uh, I think they'll win 2-0 here. I think Kane will score once. 
Okay. Um, Newcastle versus. Oh, sorry. I, I, I'm going to have yeah, one. Yeah, all. You had one all. Uh, West Ham versus yeah. Newcastle. Uh, look, uh, West Ham are in a rich vein of form. Uh, Newcastle, uh, again, I've said this twice already, but Newcastle and Swansea are the two worst teams in the competition right now. West Ham are going to win this 3 0. Oh, no, I was going to say that. Yeah. I'll say 2 0. Yeah, I have no problem in this. This is. You know, West Ham, you know, they win this game and all of a sudden they're up to around the 12 13th mark, depending on other results. And like, our 15 50 buck bet has got another. Yeah, another leg. leg in it. Like, how many how many times have we kind of thought that Everton are going to scoot past and then, then all of a sudden they were both going down and uh, West Ham were ahead and we're thinking, oh shit, what's going to happen yeah, here? We're like, both fucked. It's, well, luckily, we picked two teams that are like decent. We could have picked like Burnley and Swansea or something like that because we thought they were both going to get relegated. So, you know, that would have mm. been, been a shit bet. But yeah, uh, that's an easy one. Swansea Crystal Palace are a huge game for Swansea. They need, they need points, but Crystal Palace are in such good. <laughs> Form right yeah, now. Well, I think I think Palace are going to continue really three 0 I think it's going to be one of those games where um, Palace start to really put their foot down on the season, and I think Swansea are going to sack their manager next week. Pretty even on the uh, on you the hear that they're going to sack their manager next week if they lose this game three 0 Yeah, if they lose three 0 okay, that's fair. If they if they if they get pumped, they'll. I think Paul Clement will go. They are. That's a, that's a fair call. I don't mind. I don't mind that actually. Like I'm feeling that uh, you know because they do need to win this, don't they, Swansea? They really do. But they just don't have the firepower. They're pretty even on the odds market. They've won the last three encounters, Swansea against Crystal Palace. One of them being that five four beautiful uh, <laughs> defensive masterclass mm-hmm. that happened uh, last season. So, but I will go uh, Swansea. I'm uh, sorry, uh, Crystal Palace. I'll go with a two one victory. Uh, we're going to move on to Stoke versus West Brom. I can see this being a very boring game. I think I think they've already played each other once this season, and I think at that stage we said that this is the most skippable fixture of the season. So for you to say that kind of sums it up, doesn't it? Like yeah, they was, have, it has nothing's changed. Yeah, they have actually played. It was a one. All, it was a one all draw. And was, they scored. They, they both score. That's fair. I'm going to say Neil will draw this game. Uh, I'm going to just go, I'm going to keep the form. Let's go one all draw. West Brom can't win a game. Stoke are pretty average too. And let's keep them both down towards the bottom and then yep. give them uh, Stoke a chance to get relegated. Uh, <laughs> Southampton Huddlesfield, another huge game. 11 versus 12 here. Southampton can go above Huddlesfield on goal difference if they do get up here. But I don't know. Like you know, the, I think the home advantage is the only thing that can kind of make me have any sort of confidence in Southampton. I'm, I'm leaning towards Southampton this week, just purely because Huddersfield, as I said, they've had the they've had their win, and normally after that they'll have a couple of losses, like yep. just a form. And Southampton, um, they did not get the win last week, so they did lose to Chelsea. But I think it they're a team that can kind of win one, lose one. So I think it's due. So I'm going to say Southampton two one. I'm going to go with Huddlesfield here. I, I really don't like Southampton. Uh, I don't know why. You can't not pick them because you just don't like them. Yeah. I don't like Man City, but I know they're going to pump Bournemouth. Yeah, but this is a this is more 50-50 to me. Yeah, it is uh, true. Yeah, it's, a, it's a much tighter game than playing Man City versus anyone right now. Yeah, it's uh, true. Yeah, but I, I will go Huddlesfield. Like, Southampton can get relegated. I wouldn't give a shit, to be fair. Uh, Arab Boyle will score. Uh, I, I'd love for them to win this because if they win this, I not guarantee, of course, there's so much left time left in the season. But it gives them such a huge leg off, leg up on everybody else, and you know creates that gap. That you know if you can get a six point gap on a team like Southampton, like that's huge. Yeah, like you're going into the season, Aaron Moy's going to score. They're going to win one nil, and because Southampton don't have any foul firepower going up front, uh, we'll move on to Man City Bournemouth. Last time they played, uh, Man City scored in like the 96 minutes. Sterling made did one mm. of his fucking annoying little last minute last gasp of efforts, which apparently you know that's how many points is uh, he saved eight points or something like that this yeah, season. Something stupid, yeah. Uh, I don't think it's going to be that close this time. I think the goal of the season was scored actually last time for Bournemouth when they played Man City that beautiful. Oh strike. yeah. Um, I 
Ayata. Yeah, yeah. Was it Ayata? Yeah. I think it was, yeah. Was it Daniel? I don't Absolute know. cracker. And, uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to be this close, Mickey. I think Man City are going to win. Uh, I'm just going to go with the stock 4 0 win. I, I... Yeah, it's become a stock 4 0 win, hasn't it? Yeah. Do you, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I agree. I think uh, I'm going to say 5 0. Yeah, scary, isn't it? That's, that's our predictions. That's normal now. They're legit. Yeah. Uh, Brighton versus Watford. I was saying before how poor Watford's recent form has been. Brighton, kind of just scraping points in. Honestly, I can just see this being a nil-all draw. <laughs> I, I actually can see Watford winning one nil this one. I think this is a game where Watford will try and stamp their foot down and, and try and make a comeback and try and win some more points. So I think they're going to win 1-0 this week. If they, so Brian right now, just say just say they get the draw. We'll say for argument's yep. sake. They'll be on 19 points at the halfway mark. That'll they're take, on par, aren't they? They'll take them to 38 points if they if they continue on that run to the end. So that's two points off You know their, their projected 40. As we've said, you, there is a big chance that 40 will not will be plenty. You yep. will not... I don't think... I think we can nearly guarantee that at the moment if you're seeing that the the last bottom uh, relegation is on 15 points in Newcastle in, 18, in 18th. It shows that, you know, the teams, you know, if they can get a few wins together, they all you need is one hot streak. I really yeah, think you do, that you yeah. need like one hot streak of like four wins in seven games, and, and you, it just sets them up. And you know, you're not home, but you know, you're every chance. Uh, did I make a prediction? Ah, uh, yes, it's nil all. Um, the big two games, Mickey. Everton versus Chelsea. Everton, were, this would have been an absolute like easy pick a few weeks ago, but Everton are in a nice rain, rich vein of form. I think last year uh, at Goodison, I think Chelsea won like four 0 or something like that. They absolutely just they pants them. I think they pants them both occasions. I think I think Sam Malolos is going to play a, a much more defensive um, role this week. I think similar to one Liverpool against Liverpool. So yep. um, it would be interesting to see. I wouldn't be surprised if it's nil or draw to be honest. No, I'll draw. I, I, yeah, it's a fair shout, actually. I'm going to go with the shock Everton win. I think that they've been in really nice form. I think Rooney, Sigerson, if they can get their hands on them, they can get their hands on the ball. If they can get uh, on the ball in dangerous positions like they have been, I think they're every chance to put a couple away. Uh, what's the score? I'm going to go with a Everton victory 2-0. 2-0, Mickey. Yeah. And then the last game, yeah. uh, the biggest game of the week by absolute stretch, um, you know, fourth versus fifth, one point separating, Arsenal versus Liverpool. Six-pointer. Six-point game for sure. Um, you know, Tottenham are just waiting to overtake whoever uh, loses this game, basically. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> if, if true, they, yeah. If they do get win. Oh, Burnley, whoever wins that game can just overtake. So, you know, there's a lot riding on that. So, if, And if it's a draw, then Tottenham just kind of go straight up into that mix. Yep. So, uh, or Burnley, sorry. I keep wrong. We're going to lose against Burnley, so I don't know why I'm saying that. Who's going to win this and why? Um, I'm going to go with my stock standard Liverpool 3-0. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, we, we won 4-0 last one. Yeah, at the Emirates, Bob. This one. Yeah, so... Is it at the Emirates? I thought we were, Oh, no, we weren't at Liverpool. Yeah, we already played at Liverpool. Oh, the way you've written it out says it's at the Emirates, so I'm just going to... Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah, pretty it sure is, it is. Yeah, it yeah. is, yeah. Um, I, I still think that our, our Fab Four has got to start, and if they do start, then we we will be pretty close to winning, yeah. I think it's going to be a two-all draw, this one. I, I, like, I, I agree that you guys going forward is incredibly dangerous. Uh, look... I don't know. Like, I feel like, you know, I'm looking at, I'm thinking of the Arsenal back, you know, back four, back five, whatever they choose to go against. Klasniac is having a great season. Bellerin's having a decent season. Maybe they're the two who could stop somebody like Salah coming at them because, yeah, you know, you maybe, maybe need something like that, you know, like coming down on the left. Like, Klasniac might be that guy who has a bit of brute strength. But if they give him a bit of space, same with Mane if he plays, same yep. with Coutinho if he plays. Like, you're right. You do that. Those, those front three, especially those three can, you know, that worries any defense. Uh, but I, I do think that, you know, Arsenal home is the only reason. Because that Anfield, I'd say Liverpool convincingly. But yep. I'm going to say a two-all draw. Mickey, any takeaways before we get out of here? Um, 
is the Arsenal Liverpool game is so huge. I think like um, like say Liverpool win, they they'll go four points clear of Arsenal, and and definitely if Burnley and Tottenham draw, it's a it's a huge game and the other way around too. You know, um, that fourth versus fifth clash definitely win. You know, it looks like it's that last spot up for grabs as Chelsea start to make a bit of ground. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, this is a bigger game than what everyone probably talking up to be. Um, I think, yeah, I don't have too much more to take around. Yeah. Like, it, it just proves to show about, like, you know, two weeks or two games and you can find yourself in the top half of the table almost after being in the relegation fight. I think this is going to be like we're going to look back at this week. Big prediction. Uh, it's one of the more defining ones. I think that with Arsenal, Liverpool, with uh, with Spurs, Burnley, six versus seventh. Even with you know, look at our Leicester United. Like Leicester take any points off United and mm. City win. Like I know you can. You, it's easy to say the City have absolutely got it wrapped up, and we, I do believe they will win the title quite convincingly. Yeah. But you know, they if they get another two or three points ahead, it just kills it kills any sort of confidence same with Everton over Chelsea like there's every chance Everton are going to come out and take points away who knows Liverpool win they go up they go up near Chelsea and they can pit third place in a couple of weeks time mm. so there's so much riding on this and uh, obviously the like, the biggest game obviously uh, is Swansea versus Crystal Palace so uh, I'm excited to see that and Stoke West Brom taking out the, uh, the most boring game of the year Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Total 90 Premier League podcast. If you like what you hear, please subscribe. Mickey Kennedy, take us out. Yeah, well, fourth first fifth this week and sixth first seventh. So two massive games to talk about on Tuesday. So make sure you tune in and listen in. It's going to be the best season of the Premier League, Mickey. Would you like to know why? Why not? Because <sighs> we're going to take you every step of the way through it. 